I'm actually quite alarmed. The language and tone seems to suggest that autism is an annoyance, something that needs to be fixed. This is embarrassing. All right, we got hammered on social media. Somebody hates our podcast. They say we suck. They came after us. Melissa's insulted. This got you fired up last night. I am. All right, <laughs> we're going to read you the message we got in a second. Real quick, though, I want to talk about Aspire Nutrition. Uh, you can go to dailyautism.com, click the link, see the products that Cal is using, and now the products that we are using. Um, here's the deal, right? Gut health directly affects brain health. They are doing more and more research on this. Cal is having a absolute awesome experience on the probiotics. He's on the BioHeal. This is the 5-1 Probiotic Pro Plus formula. 26 billion colony forming units, 12 different uh, strains of probiotics. Uh, Melissa would put this in different words. I'm not going to use those words, but his... Um, uh, bathrooms are much healthier. I just want to leave it at that. <laughs> you just get so specific, and I'm like, oh my gosh. But uh, it's so much more than that. The multivitamin. He's now getting things that he never would have gotten before. Uh, shiitake mushrooms. One of the things in the in the uh, multi from Aspire that he takes. Um, there's some other ones in there. What was some collard other greens? Collard greens. Kelp. I don't yeah. even know what kelp is. He was. I don't. But either, it's healthy. It does sound healthy. Like <laughs> it's if, super if healthy. If I was ever craving junk food, I'd be like, God, I wish I had some kelp right now. Yeah. Just you know. But anyway, I know it's awesome for you. So, um, and then the Beyond Omegas, uh, the three, six, and nine. Those fatty acids. We're just having a great time with uh, a great product. Again, the family. Uh, they have a meaningful approach to this because their son was diagnosed with autism when he was three, and so um, I just I really love when there is a meaningful approach a real core value to a business so again go to dailyautism.com click on the aspire nutrition link and those are all the products we're using if you have questions about them message us one thing we're pretty good about is social media getting back to people so yes thank you again to aspire nutrition all right let me get to the juicy stuff <laughs> so we were we had a date night last night I believe it was our second of the week, maybe our third. Our yeah. second, because you're busy tonight, and then we're cutting down a tree tomorrow, and the girls <laughs> had football Sunday, so yeah, I decided I'm going to potty train Cal this weekend the best that I can. Yeah. Um, that, <laughs> I keep this, saying this, it doesn't happen, but I have, he's gone on the potty like 10 times today, but has not peed. Yeah, it, it, that is, um, probably won't do a podcast tomorrow just because I've got this tree issue I got to deal with. Um. I think it's just going to beat us up. I just feel like we're going to be exhausted to do a podcast. So I do. We will get to updates on potty training uh, and the very unique things of potty training and autism. Just what we needed is potty training right now. Yeah, um, it's not fun. Okay. Um, so on LinkedIn, I'm really active on LinkedIn. I've made a lot of awesome connections with um, so people with autism, people who are parents of an autistic child. Entrepreneurs who have developed products and services to the autism space. This came from a woman um, who, when I, I, I do, you know, post the podcast content on LinkedIn, and she had reached out and said, Hey, I'm really interested to check this out. And I said, Hey, I, pre I appreciate her. her name's Amy. Um, I won't give her last name because I'm not trying to do people wrong. But um, so she, she said, Hey, I'm going to listen to your podcast. Um, over the weekend and give my thoughts. This was last weekend. Last and I so on Thursday I wrote back. I really appreciate it. Thanks. 
Last night, here I'm just going to pick up the emails. This is 7.15 last night. We're sitting at um, VIP Mexican restaurant. Eating dinner. Shrimp fajitas and a couple of ice cold Bud Lights. And this <laughs> popped up in the messages. Hi, Mark. I've had a listen to a few and definitely would like to chat further. Would you be open to a Zoom call on the weekend or next week? I am eating right now and I don't see this response, right? So then at 7.16, one minute later, she writes this. My initial thoughts are that I'm actually quite alarmed. The language and tone seems to suggest that autism is an annoyance, something that needs to be fixed. This is embarrassing. I haven't listened in depth, but that is my initial impression. At 7.18, she writes back. Again, I'm still drinking Bud Light and eating shrimp fajitas. I know it's probably meant to be lighthearted, but I imagine if I listened to my parents saying these things about my autistic behaviors as a child, I would personally be furious. Autism should be accepted. It's okay to be different. It's beautiful to be different. 720, she writes back. That's exactly what I advocate for, accepting people as they are, not trying to change autistic people or shame them for their differences. Only then can autistic people truly thrive. 723, she sends me another message. Again, I haven't, I haven't written anything at this point. I haven't seen it. I apologize if my initial impressions are off. I'll need to listen to some more to get a clearer picture. At 8.05, I picked up my phone and got, got, you know, I was like, whoa, here was my initial response. I don't believe that your impressions could be off. They are, after all, all of your impressions. I really appreciate your willingness to share. I hope you'll be a guest on the podcast. She writes back at 8.25, no worries. Thanks for listening to my perspective. 8.29, I respond, are you available to be a guest? At 8.31, I would be open to it, but it depends on the topic of conversation. If you send me a brief description of what to, of what, uh, to expect, I'll let you know if that's something I can provide a useful perspective on. Also, I am based in... I won't say the country, but she's in another country. I wrote back, I totally understand. Uh, the topic would be your message about our content on the podcast. I don't send pre-rehearsed questions as it's not fair for the audience to get practice responses. Everyone deserves authenticity. Please let me know. We'd love to have you as a guest. Um, she writes back at 854. I think the practice responses are still authentic. As an autistic individual, uncertainty is stressful. Talking is stressful. I'd only be open to it if I had some dot points or something ahead of time. Thank you, anyways, for your offer. Best of luck. I encourage a dive into the literature on masking if you haven't already. ABA therapy can be traumatic for autistic children a lot of the time as it encourages masking behaviors. Masking is linked to suicide, depression, etc. Best of luck on this journey. Whoa. <laughs> I mean... So, what what do you want to say? What do I want to say? She said autism needs to be accepted. The whole point of doing this podcast is to spread awareness so people can accept people with autism and their differences. You know, but if they're not aware of autism, then how could they accept them? You know what I'm saying? But for me, I'm like, you're saying that I don't, well, first of all, I don't accept that if my son is diagnosed with autism, I don't accept his diagnosis without doing anything. The doctor gave me a pamphlet of stuff so I could move forward to help him be his best self. You know, 21 hours of therapy outside of school is helping him be his best self. And yes, he is beautiful. But autism itself, what we're dealing with is hard. 
I'm trying to understand why, if if all this is true and beautiful, and we shouldn't be doing therapies, and we everybody should just accept everyone who is, then why are we doing all the five Ks? Why are we doing all the parades? Why? What are we raising the money for? You know what I mean? What? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I mean, do you want to find an end? to this disorder as it is called in the scientific community. I mean, I'm just a little shocked at I mean, if they if one day they were able to say, "Hey, um we can give you this and it will block the gene DNA whatever they find and autism would not develop." Who would say no to that? Exactly. I mean, I just I'm like I don't understand, you know, and and her the thing about her being alarmed is fine. She has the right to be alarmed, and I respect that one thousand million percent. Um, to but say she, she said we suggested that autism is an annoyance. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, having uh, poop thrown at you is annoying. Being bit is annoying. Um, he grabbed a handful of my neck today and just started ripping it off of my, <laughs> ripping my skin off. This morning, I didn't even tell you that. Um, he just took his sister's iPad and threw it on the floor because he was angry about the video that popped up. Um, hiding macaroni and cheese in the couches is annoying. Um, Taking the fluff out of the couches. Yep. Um, worrying about him choking on every bite is wildly annoying and scary. So I, you know, I got to tell you, you know, those traits, characteristics of autism are horribly annoying horribly scary, horribly difficult to live with. And, I mean, I don't understand why we're obligated to just say, it's beautiful, we would never change a thing about them. I mean, <laughs> just look at athletes and how much they have to train and go through to, to get to be the person they want to be. Like, yeah. we're, we're just trying to get him to a place that he can function I don't know, Amy, maybe like you, someone that can use social media, someone who has an advanced degree, at least it says in the profile. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who can communicate like you. you, you I mean, you, you write great. You communicate well. I mean, I'm sorry that we're trying to get him on a level to be more like you, Amy, because he's not you, Amy. Nobody is, Amy. I thought autism was all different. I thought the saying that goes with everybody is simply this. If you've met one kid with autism, you've met one kid with autism. So what do you mean treat everybody the same? That, none of, it's, the, it's the antithesis of everything everybody says. The frustrating thing for me is, is clearly if she is autistic, then she is high-functioning. And high-functioning people have a different experience with autism than the kids that are severe and nonverbal. Or in our situation, Cal's right in the middle. Yeah. And he can go either way. But I literally have devoted every ounce of my being to make this kid 100% the best he could possibly be in life. Yeah. Uh, I think I thought I'd have a lot more to say. Well, we had a lot to say last night. <laughs> <laughs> we did, but we had we had like four beers before we read it. Um, um, I just autism should be accepted. It's okay to be different. It's beautiful to be different. I mean, the reality is though is that everybody is different. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and educate Amy or anyone else on everybody has a unique DNA. 
I believe identical twins could be the exception. Um, but the world is created in difference. It thrives in difference. That is the entire point. You know what I'm saying? So that's already done. It is okay to be different because everybody is different. There's no other way to be. So that's just, you know, when people write it's beautiful to be different, that's like just like a, it's like a thesis statement that somebody said at a TED talk and now everybody just repeats it because it sounds pretty and cute and you can put it in a little box and it's nice. Put a ribbon on it. Right. You know, um, autism should be accepted. Hmm. Well, what is not accepting about changing our entire life and our entire other kid's life so that he can thrive and function one day, maybe even without us, so he can truly meet and greet the world on his own terms? Yeah, like, so let me I, tell I just you. don't understand what you're talking about. Autism should be accepted. Who's not being accepting of it? We, 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 these families have to change their entire life. They have to rewire their entire systems. Many times they lose close friends. They have to make other friends. Some people lose jobs. They got to find other jobs. Some people have to move because they can't get the, the treatment and therapies that they need where they live and they have to change locations. Sometimes they have to move family members into their house. Sometimes they have to move into family members' houses. Yes. I mean, talk about accepting and accommodating. Dear God. I mean, what else do you have to do? Amy, you have no idea what we deal with on a daily basis. And maybe your family never had to experience any of that. But I seriously doubt that when Cal gets older, he's going to be furious for the way that we talked about him on here. Because all we've done is try to help him. Wait, you said you think he will be furious? No, will not be furious. Oh, he will not be furious. <laughs> he will say, thank you, mom. For letting me blend into society, because that's exactly what I'm trying to do. You know, I take a little bit different perspective on that, and I really like yours, but it's, it's, it's uniquely yours. I have a little bit different perspective. If one day he's able to listen to these podcasts, and in fact does get mad or upset at it, I will say, thank you, God. My kid can understand these conversations we're having he can consume them. He can then have a reaction to them, a sharp, pointed, emotional reaction to them. You know who that sounds like? All of us. <laughs> I would love that. You know what I mean? I yeah, would love if he could understand these words, consume it, and go, God, you guys suck. <laughs> I can't believe you said that about me. I would be like, I'm so glad you're here to understand it. I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that would be the biggest win for me. So... And By as far way, as ABA therapy goes, I mean, it's everyone's own personal experience. I've said it a million times. It just depends what who you have as a therapist and the right fit and how they go about it. And sometimes you might have to go through several ABA therapists to find the right one. We just so happen to be very, very lucky with ours. And by the way, he thinks that he, that's his best friend. He loves her. He says, I love you. No, Amy said that Cal is not allowed to have... Uh emotions to ABA because it's masking and we're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> well, and obviously she didn't say those words, but my point is, is that Amy, I mean, look, here's the thing. Either just trust that we're great parents and we're doing the best we can, even though we're walking in this world that we really do. I mean, I mean, it's like a minefield. You know, we, we, we are making a lot of mistakes, but we're only making a lot of mistakes because we're trying a lot of new things. Right. And so I would either for Amy to be more comfortable and maybe happy with the world Either just trust that we're great people or trying to make great decisions, I should say, um, and looking out for them, or 
I don't know that you should worry about every, I mean, I mean, if you're just going to assume that everybody's out there who gets ABA therapy for their kid are bad people, what an existence that is. What a horrible, dark world that is. I, I mean, I just think that's a wildly unfair perspective to, um, to project on people, but I, I actually defend her right to do it. Um, ABA therapy is a behavioral therapy. First off, that what, anyone, what is mass That do? anyone can get. What is that? I have no idea. I don't either. I don't know what that means. But anyways, if he has behaviors like biting himself or banging his head on the tile floor, uh, I think that I need help helping him not to do that because it's hurting him. Yeah. I mean, the reality is like at this point, like, I mean, he, he may have had like more concussions than Troy Aikman. And he's four and a half. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we're doing these things to literally preserve his level of functioning and hopefully accelerate it. You know? Um, The other thing I thought was weird, too, with this is, like, you you could hear, you could see in the timestamps how quick she was listening and responding and listening and responding and listening and responding. Right. And writes very well, very pointed, and... I said, you know, come on the podcast. Send me the questions. No, 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 not not doing that. You know, I'm not. I'm not sending you the questions. I mean, I, you know, I'll veer off the road a little bit. I, there used to be, you know, when I was on the radio and I was interviewing artists and, and celebrities and stuff like that. Some of them would ask for the questions um, in advance. Yeah. So we'd say, all right, send send them send them some questions, like some stupid. Qu- we didn't ask one of those questions. Yeah. I, I mean, because it was the only way we could get them on. But what are they going to say? Oh, that wasn't the scripted question. It would be like, you know, I mean, that would just make them, you know, sound stupid. But it's just, it is such a horrible, horrible perspective. If you actually care about your audience and don't, at least if you did that, you should tell them, hey, uh, these questions were given to them ahead of time, you know, so they knew. Uh, Nobody does that because it sounds weak. It sounds vanilla, soft. But God, I would never give somebody pre-scripted questions to perfectly rehearse you know, and have it all just, you know, just ready to go. And, and she said that they can still be authentic, but that's not true. It, it really isn't true. Authenticity is how he, pe- people hear a question or a thought voiced instantly. Yeah. Instantly. Right. You know, you want to pre-rehearse something, go do commercials. You know, it just, that just doesn't, it, it's totally weird. But, um, yeah, and then so I, I and then I didn't understand because she says that having questions asked could be stressful for her, and I understand that, but isn't that stressful for anyone? I mean, when people ask me questions, sometimes I'm caught off guard. Yeah, and I just feel like if you're going to be able to throw these um, perspectives out, you know, it's just feedback. Well, how can you not be expect that anybody would ask you questions about them? And I mean, she was very nice, and and you know, I mean. I think maybe she felt a little bad, you know, because at the end of the first part, she flat out apologized. And I hadn't even responded at that point. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's almost like she was like, oh, maybe, you know. And I think she was kind of going episode by episode and listening to different things. Yeah. And then started maybe to feel like, uh, I think I took this the wrong way. You know? Yeah. I mean, I cry sometimes on here for crying out loud. Yeah. This podcast, I, I don't like podcasts who tell people who it's for. Because I'm like, well, you never know who might like it. So I really hesitate to say that. But I would say if I had to guess, you know, it's probably most consumable for A, by a mile, um, new parents to autism um, 
or younger parents or parents with younger kids to autism. And then right after that, I would say just parents to autism in general. And then right like right there would also be like ABA therapists, um, people in the, you know, in the in the business of autism and, 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 and stuff like that and, and the treatments and the products and the services and stuff like that. Like that, that that would be who I would imagine. Now, I know. I mean, we have friends who listen. They have no connection to the world of autism. You know, we have yeah. family who listens. And aside from, you know, just knowing who Cal is, um, although none of our family really spends that much time with him, but I mean, they know who he is. But aside from that, I think, you know, that uh, those are mostly, you know, I mean, most people have a connection to, to autism who listen. So, but I don't, I just, so I think maybe somebody who is autistic, she says she's autistic. I don't know if this, I mean, I don't know, but I could see if you have a different if you're able to claim that you're autistic and then maybe this is more about our experiences with our with our kid who has autism and how it affects our family, but in a very lifestyle way. It's not about research and medical stuff, you know? Right. It's just about the ups and downs and the sideways and the fun. I mean, one of the one of the graphics we have is it, it calls us a fun, sad, and real podcast. Cause I mean, I think it's like we talk about the fun times. We talk about the sad times. I mean, Melissa's cried on here multiple times. Yeah, and it's all just—I mean, real. I mean, why fake this? Like, like, why would we, why would we fake this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if a, if a high functioning adult, maybe they would not like this. You know, unless they say, "Listen, it's not my," unless they would say, "Hey, you know what? That's not my personal perspective." But autism is so unique and so different, and we're all so different. How could I ever judge you guys on that? Right. You know. So I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know how it would be taken. I'm not, I mean, the most feedback we get are from parents who have autistic kids. That is the most feedback we get. And they or, can or relate. Special needs. They it, can it's relate. It's not all autism, but it's it's special needs. Yes, they can relate to the things we talk about. I mean, I have other people that thank me for spreading awareness because they're learning so much about it. You know. Yep. Um, and then just other parents in general that don't have autistic kids can relate to the chaos of parenthood. So. All right. Well, that's uh, that's the that's the message. That's the email. I give her a lot of credit for sending it. I mean, she obviously felt, you know, I mean, it's I, I don't know what time it was and where she lives when she sent it. Um, but, you know, she obviously felt compelled. And, um, you know, I, I even with that, I wouldn't change one thing. The tone that we use, the stories that we tell. Um, none of it. I mean, it's real life. So, yeah. I mean, we would never do anything. I think we're doing all this to help him, you know? Yeah, I think I think maybe, is I think the ABA thing probably got to her. That was the deal breaker. And then she just tried to find other things that would also piss her off <laughs> about it. Because sometimes some people who are easily offended or looking for more ways to get offended, they start finding ridiculous reasons that they're offended. You know what I mean? It's like, well, let me start with this, but let me just keep going and going and going to make sure this thing. I mean, she described... She described our content as alarming. That is, uh, that is really soft. I mean, in my perspective, alarming. I actually, and I told you this, I will never cuss on this podcast. Well, I mean, I think I say hell and damn and everything. Look, I cuss a lot. I mean, a lot. Like, it's unbelievable how much I cuss. And I do not. And Melissa doesn't. I have no idea how she doesn't cuss. Like, I, I, do, I don't cuss in front of my kids. Uh, a couple of football games, uh, some F-bombs have slipped. But I said, you know what? I don't want to cuss on this podcast because 
I don't want to make people uncomfortable that they might be listening to it with other people. Yeah. And, and go, ah, I'd love to, you know, I don't know. Now, I have thought about creating an, an R-rated version of this podcast where I just cuss. Well. About autism and everything. But then I said, ah, maybe it'll take away a little bit from the, from what this is. But I definitely thought about doing that. But, so my point is, it's like we have gone out of our way to make sure that it's not alarming you know what I mean? Right. I don't come on here and F, F, G, D, J, C, you yeah. know, O, S, you know, it's like, I, I mean, I, I just, the alarming thing really, honestly, I, I started to kind of laugh when I, when I read alarming. Like, I've read alarming content pieces before. I've watched co- alarming video. Like, if this, what we're doing is alarming you, it must be a crazy world that you're in. Like, the world must be a lot for you. And if that's the case, I feel for you. But- if this is alarming, I mean, you're going to have to talk to somebody because right. this is just two parents, you know, trying to trying to um, be advocates for their four and a half year old while helping their four other kids get through tough times of their life. Right. You know, elementary school, about to be middle school, a high schooler, you know, and there's a lot that falls on that. So. Well, an ABA therapy works for us. So. So far, so good. I mean, I don't know, you know. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, we've had therapists though that not ABA, but we've had therapists that it just didn't really work out. It didn't connect. Guess what we did? We replaced them. We went out and found it. You know what I mean? We we don't want him wasting his time or that therapist time because that therapist could have another child that they can connect with, and I don't want to deprive a family of that. You know what I mean? Well, and Lolo, we're very lucky to have. But if we ever lost her, I'm. I, I think it would take several times to find somebody that would really connect on the level that I want them to be connected with because he's with her for 15 hours a week. No, Melissa, this would be an ABA train in and out of here. We'd be, roll- <laughs> we'd be rolling people in and out of this joint until oh <laughs> we find a new, a new therapist. But no, And, I, get- I mean, why, why do you think the therapists exist? They exist for a reason. There's OTs for a reason. Physical therapy, speech for a reason. Like, why would you not take advantage of what's out there? And if you if your kid is just diagnosed and you're on this journey like the beginning of it, school therapy is completely different than outside therapy. You know, there's therapies at facilities, there's in-home therapy. Your kid in my opinion, what works for me, and maybe your kid's high functioning that they don't need it, but doing school therapy and all the rest of it is yeah. for me the way to go. She- and I max out on it because I want him to be the best he can be. Yeah, she didn't give us enough information about her background, or at least, and it's not even about giving information. I really wanted to have a conversation with her and be like, "Hey, like you threw some heavy stuff at us," and I appreciate that, by the way. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not one of these people. Like, I can't believe she came after da 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 da. Now, you have your perspective, and you were able to voice it. And now we had ours, and we invited you on several times. You actually offered to do the Zoom call. I took you up on it. Let's do it. Um, and then I think, I, I just think there was some, there was some commenters remorse in her where she was reading it or what she had wrote and went, ah, maybe I didn't mean that. Maybe, and maybe she heard an episode and she was like, ah, oh, they're there. I see what they're saying now or this or that. And that's cool too. But I just think it's important though that, you know, you invite someone to come on. Like I, I would never just, you know, um, expose somebody's comments if I didn't say, Hey, come on and explain to people. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Talk me into it. You know? 
Yeah. Talk me into this masking thing, which now I'm going to go research for the rest of the weekend. Thanks. But I'm like, talk me, talk me into it. Tell me your experience with it. Tell me, tell me, you know, what about it? Have you ever had ABA therapy? When the, were you diagnosed? You know, you have this very advanced degree. You're an intelligent person. So did you have to find uh, like, like the peak of your functioning or was this always your peak? Of, you know what I mean? Like, like, but that's the thing, because even if, if you have someone like her explain that, it's basically going to say, oh, so autism really is different for everyone. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is. So by saying what we're doing and we should be doing, should be doing this, you have no idea. You, you know, I, we talked the other day and I'm thinking to myself, it's like when, when these books come out, right? And it's like this person's journey, you know, with autism. And I'm like, but then commenters will be like, oh, it's so awesome that, that you wrote this book because autism is so different and no one ever has the same experience. And I'm like, uh, I don't think you should write that if you want that person to sell books. <laughs> I mean, you're basically saying you can read all about my thing with autism, but you'll never understand it. You'll never experience it. And if you know someone with autism, they'll be totally different than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. I'm like, ah, the, I don't know. The masking thing, I I think, is like masking behaviors. Oh, boy. So like, if it's not that, I mean, some they're going to kill us. I said I think. Oh. So like stemming, for instance, it would be masking the stemming. But if there's a way for him not to flap one day and he's in middle school, then I'm going to try to help that. Well, listen, yeah. And I, I, you know, it's funny. I slept on it a little and I read, I read her messages a couple of times. Just try to get the spirit of it. You know, I always tell people, you got to look at the spirit of, of what someone's telling you or saying to you. Yeah. Because a lot of people make bad decisions with words and, you know, whatever. The spirit of it. And the spirit for me for her was she got very confused throughout this process of, of writing. I mean, we went from I'm alarmed to I suppose that you're trying to be lighthearted to I apologize to ABA therapy for your kid could cause suicide. <laughs> I'm like, we went there. Okay. In, in like 30 minutes, all those different touch points. Yeah. This is a very confused perspective. It, yeah. it just is, you know, and that's, I meant to actually tell you that today because I think you were, you weren't like worked up last night, but you were pissed. You were pissed. Um, I was very pissed. Yeah, well, when someone starts saying that stuff about your kid, and like, like I said, we have we really had, to, um, I say all the time, I, I don't really sometimes recognize my life anymore, but that's the point. Like, I understand that is the challenge on me, so I just, I, I'm not complaining about it. I, I'm not. I really am. I, I'm not complaining. I'm just, when I say that, I just, sometimes I have to kind of catch myself and go, Okay, but you know, this is how you have to handle this with Cal right now. Or we have to do it with this or we have to get the other kids out of here because they're, you know, they're starting to have a little, you know what I'm saying? Like that stuff we never thought about. But so like this is all for him, you know, a little bit of her, her thing. And this is why I think she got confused is it's like, no, 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 we're doing everything for him. We're not complaining about him. This is a lifestyle driven broadcast that's just about how life gets crazy, wild, quirky, messy, fun, interesting, curious. You know, yeah. that's all this is. But there are people out there that want that, that in a lot of these podcasts, and I'm sorry, but so many of them are so boring. I don't know how else to say it. But I listen to so many of these other podcasts about autism. And they're just so boring to me because it's literally people saying the same thing. You know, um, they do a 20 minute intro, a biographical sketch of how they got involved in the world of autism. It's like. I'm never going to live in the city you live in. I'm never going to go to the school you went to. I'm never going to, you know, probably even meet you. This that we go through this whole thing, and it's like, well, why'd you get into it? 
oh, well, you know, my kid had autism and I just figured I needed to, um, you know, just, just be involved in the process. And um, so we got involved with this, this center and then we did this, I read this book and then, we, you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, but, but tell me, sometimes you want a sound that you got it so figured out and so controlled. First off, I'm not buying that. But second off, it's like, well, then it's not interesting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you've just figured it all out. It's just this very matter of fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so I think she just gets confused. And not just her. I think she got confused. But when people hear stuff like this and they're like, should you really be talking about that stuff? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, we're not a Hallmark card. Like, it's real. I mean, it's like, it's real, man, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, he's the focus of our family. Everything is around him. And to say we don't, like, we're not accepting autism. I mean, that's ridiculous. He has autism and he has it his whole life. It doesn't go away. And that's why I got the blue, that's why I got the puzzle piece with the blue heart on my wrist to remind me that he's going to be living with this the rest of his life. And I literally fight for him. You know, but it's people like her that want this puzzle piece taken away. Yeah. I mean, I would assume <laughs> because. Oh, I think you're right about that. You yeah. know, it, it, it's like, and, it, and it is so crazy, too. I actually I feel bad. And, and, and let me just throw out like a warning. And, and this comes from a very heartfelt perspective. OK. Five years ago, I probably just say. Hey, F you. And I don't care, but I'm a very patient person these days. This comes from a very heartfelt perspective for the people in this space. Okay. And I'm talking specifically autism because I know that there, there are other special needs that there are some things that don't present themselves in those arenas and they're presented with other challenges. I, I understand that. But for the people in this space that are trying to, um, turn autism into politics with things like canceling the puzzle piece. Um, you are doing a massive disservice to new parents of special needs who, when they come to these pages, they come to these channels uh, all over social media, websites, some of them go to in-person conferences and stuff. When you hammer down on them, these stringent rules, these, the, the, these, these rules for no reason, these politically correct um you know, type rules, you are scaring those people, those new parents, and you are really telling them, don't say a word in this space. Don't, don't do that stuff. Just accept where you are. Be quiet. You know, don't, don't do ABA therapy, respect your child and go on as if nothing is different. I'm telling you what you're doing to some of those people. Cause I've talked to them. They've, they've written things, they get hammered and they get, and they feel lost. And they're like, okay, I think I do just need to be quiet. Maybe they're right. Maybe I am just supposed to sit in my house with my kid, not have friends, not watch sports, not drink beer. You know what I'm saying? Like this journey like lose, is hard lose enough. Lose all yeah. of the, um, you, you know, relationship qualities that they have with their spouse, or maybe, maybe even to say, oh, well, I guess I shouldn't be married anymore. It's not fun at home. They get divorced. They lose weight. They stop working out. You know what I'm saying? Or they gain weight, stop working. Out. Some of them lose weight. They get so unhealthy. It's, you know, my point is like those people who are you're creating all of these little crimes in this space that that really aren't. Let me tell you one I saw yesterday. I couldn't believe it. You know, the World Autism Day is coming up. Yes, April second. Is that right? Um, I think it's April. I think it is. I, I have to hurry though because I get Austin ready for a sleepover. Every day is World Autism Day for us, so I don't get too much into the you know the day thing. 
There's a hashtag and it's called autism awareness. Uh-huh. There is a group of people online that want it canceled. They actually are doing cancel autism awareness and they, they say make it autism acceptance. It's not fair just to be aware. The only thing fair is to be equal and to accept it. Those kind of groups that are involved with these just angry, angry, just, 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 you know, fire driven, you know, concepts. Here's the deal about something so dumb like that. In order to be, to accept anything, you have to first be aware of it. Okay. Right. You're not going to snap your fingers and change the world and change every personality and stuff like that. But by doing all of these things, these, these mob tactic you know, things, you're scaring off these people who are new to the space, who are walking in, who, by the way, knew something was wrong, went and got a diagnosis, have, are seeking help. But you're scaring these people. Like, you're making them scared to say anything. You know, because you oh, can't say that. Can't do that. Not that hashtag. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it, it, it's sad. You are doing such a disservice to the space. And, you know, I know these podcasts and stuff, they won't, they won't call you out or say anything because it's like, eh, it's a little divisive. No, what they're doing is divisive. It's mean. It's mean-spirited. Right. You know? I know. All right, you got to go. Yes. Friday's here. Do you feel better? You don't, you don't care. You felt pretty good anyway. You, were, you weren't that. You were fine. What do you mean? I'm saying about the woman's uh, message. Oh, I was just angry because of the way that she wrote it. And it's like, we're, we seriously do everything for him to be his best self. So I just think hammering down on saying, I don't think therapy is right. I don't think this is right. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. I mean, it's just everyone's experience. But it's funny on Friday. Oh, and I forgot to mention. Yeah, it's funny. Yes, it's Friday. Like, Good. share, comment. Yeah. And so the picture of Cal, uh, every Friday, Cal wants to give away a bag of Funyuns to, um, oh boy, to spread awareness. <laughs> no acceptance. Okay, to spread awareness and gain acceptance. See, everybody can be happy. Yeah. Um, so if you go to our social channels, Facebook, Instagram, and I have it on my LinkedIn as well, but you can get all that at uh, dailyautism.com. Those are the Facebook and Instagram links, dailyautism.com. And every time you like, you're entered, you share, you get two entries. And if you like, share, and comment, how many, Melissa? Up to four. Whoa. And you can do it on every social media platform. Yeah, and we will um, announce that winner on Sunday. Either way, we'll reach out to you, obviously, uh, and then mail you a big old bag, the big bag. The fun side. The most expensive bag the most of expensive Funyuns. expensive bag of Funyuns. Um, go interact with Cal's picture with his Funyuns and do that. Uh, and we'll, uh, yeah, Sunday we'll get that winner. Yes. So you, you really have Friday and Saturday to do it, to be quite honest with you. Okay. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. You know what's alarming? What? Because our podcast was called Alarming. It's uh, almost 5 o'clock and I haven't had a beer. That is alarming. <laughs> I'm alarmed. I'm not going to have a beer for a while. I have a lot of stuff to do. Oh, I probably won't either. I just talk a big game. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go.